Hello and welcome to the Gamers Health podcast live stream. It's part of the Tavern Chat podcast channel. I'm Eric Tenkar. This is my lovely wife, Rachel. Hello, folks. Um, it, it's been a it's been a busy week. Okay, uh, say the least. Uh, Health wise, I got my first COVID shot on Tuesday. I got the Pfizer shot, which means I go back in just under just over two weeks to get my my booster. Uh, and Rach, a week ago, yesterday, two weeks ago, yesterday, yeah, got my first Moderna instant. So basically, <laughs> in in two weeks, she gets her final final, and then a few days after that, I get my final because I got the uh, the Pfizer. And then about a week after that, we can finally say this household has herd immunity for at least for the household. And it also means that we'll probably have a more normal Easter. We'll have... Uh, we will have our niece. Yeah, my sister. Uh, maybe if we're ambitious, maybe we'll throw Connecticut into that weekend. Uh, Ooh, that would be so Because we cool. haven't seen my uh, nephews and my in-laws in uh, Connecticut. But folks, uh, a few things to... I guess like touch upon. Uh, so so weight wise, I'm like hovering steady. I go as low as two seventeen, as high as two twenty. But if you were going to ask me, oh, what do you think you weigh now? I'd probably say two nineteen because that's been spot on for the last couple of days. Uh, after I got my Pfizer shot, my arm was painful. It's still a little tender. Um, I had nausea. I had an upset stomach. I had diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Um, upset stomach, diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> so I had all that, that that fun stuff that it goes along with the flu, including a headache, but without actually having the flu. It didn't last hardly long. It could have been a lot worse. I'm not complaining. Just mentioning that these things have side effects. Uh, my mother got her second shot, as my father, of the uh, Moderna. That was Thursday, so two days ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, my father seems to have been unaffected. My mother basically slept uh, with a few waking bits. She slept for the most better part of 36 hours. So um, it, it affects everybody. You can't really assume what your body is going to do when it is exposed to... The, uh, the immunization, all right? So plan accordingly. Now, interesting stuff on, I guess, my end. Uh, I uh, We had Zach Laser as a guest on the uh, live stream last Saturday. We didn't do a Gamers Health. We did a TotalCon Gamers Health was held on, on Sunday for us. And Zach had mentioned the uh, what do you call that thing? It's an Oculus. It's a virtual reality you call headset. It Oculus. It's the Oculus. Uh, for those that are watching at home, this is what it looks like. It comes with two controllers that look like this. They're for your hands. And I have tried virtual reality headsets off and on over the last couple of years. I think I have. The prior version of the Oculus, because this is the new version. 
This is. There was one where you put, put your, your phone cell in. phone in it. Yeah, and it was that. That was shite. Uh, <laughs> this is the Oculus Quest 2. So Jack had mentioned it. I found that I still had some uh, Amazon gift uh, cards burning a hole in my pocket from, well, Christmas. So I said, all right. And he was saying he was doing a good workout. He was, he was, he was working up a sweat playing some of these games. So I said, let me give it a shot. So I, of course, tried it on uh, Tuesday, the day I got my shot. Yeah, that nausea really kicked in because some of the stuff can almost have motion. I mean, I put the headset on for the first time, and I, I did this, uh, I don't know, African safari, and the kind of coming in from a flight position, hmm. and I was standing, and I really started losing my balance. I was like, whoa. So there were some suggested games uh, that I should try once my stomach calmed down. Uh, so I, I put it to the side. I was like, I don't want to risk it. I don't want to push it. I want to let my stomach relax. But today, Zach Laser reached out to me and said, hey, let's put you through. Uh, it's like a tower defense game uh, where you're an archer and you can play it cooperatively. And we did. And we played it for about uh, half an hour, maybe a little bit longer. And at the end, I saw that my heart rate hit as high as 110. And I, my Apple Watch apparently recorded at least two minutes of exercise. Now, I was using the uh, Wii Fit Boxing. Not Wii Fit. We, uh, we, you still are. Well, the Wii, uh, no, the, uh, the Switch, the Nintendo Switch. Yes. And the boxing game is... is oh, I keep mistaking that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, my young client let me have you. You're, so you've been playing with your Wii? I mean, your your Switch? <laughs> Put your Wii away or you'll get hit with the Switch. That always sounds... But in any case, um, I was surprised at how immersive the, uh, the, the Oculus... Quest 2 is literally, I mean, holy shit. And I'm not wearing my glasses within it. Uh, the prior version of the Oculus, which I got, I don't know, two or three years ago. I was not enamored with it. Uh, the VR was there, but it, it it didn't make you forget where you were. Uh, the Quest 2 certainly does. So this tower defense game, which I can't remember the name of it offhand, um, was so immersive. Uh I literally, um, I was, Rachel saw me from. He was ducking. I was ducking uh, battle oh. hand axes being thrown at me. Mm -hmm. I'm reaching around, shooting up to shoot at dragons, shooting down. Uh, I My heart rate got to like 110. Uh, still hasn't fully come, calmed down from uh, that. It's about, uh, well, right before we got on the podcast, it was just around 95. Let's see what it is now. 91. So it was good at getting my, my heart going, my blood pumping. Mm -hmm. And you didn't feel like you were exercising. And there are apparently other games that are more exercisory uh, in nature, but are still fun games. And and, and let's, let's admit it, okay? Uh, we're gamers, right? We're tabletop gamers. Let's... Enjoy our little escapism into, into fantasy. Well, if you can escape into your little fantasy world for 30 minutes and a pop. And get and to move. You get to move and get some exercise. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, 
map out an area that's going to not have any uh, any breakables. I believe that uh, Zach hit the, uh, at one point, the pull for his ceiling fan. Oh. So um, all that stuff can happen. Uh, I, I would just say remove the breakables and remember where you're at. I haven't tried too many of the other games yet. I will probably try some tonight after we do this. I, I will try to find ones that I can do from a seating position. I just want to experience the VR. I'll do the exercising tomorrow. But I think it's huge. Now, today was also a day which it hit in the 50s. It rained earlier, but we were able to take a walk. Yay! Felt really good. And we walked our uh, dachshund, uh, Danka, who hasn't gotten for a walk. She's not probably since like November, December, December, probably. Yeah. Like she, around Christmas time, maybe. Right. Because she is, uh, well, first off, she doesn't like going to the bathroom outside. She is. Pad she's trained. a New York City dog, so she yeah. goes on wee-wee pads. Right. She's a miniature dachshund. When we, and when we say she goes on wee-wee pads, she attempts to go on wee-wee pads. She misses on occasion. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, I should have a big pee and it'll. Uh huh. You know. or, or sometimes the poop just kind of incidentally doesn't make it on it. But in any case, well, so that's what's going. God love her for trying. Yeah, you know. So, we, <laughs> but she thinks the outdoors is just too pristine. To... So uh, we took her. We took her for a nice walk <laughs> about forty minutes. She took us for a nice walk because we let her choose the path. She knows where she wants to go. She has a favorite places. She got to meet some people today. And it always excites her and makes her happy. So, but, and again, she's been shut in. And part of the reason is, too, is that we've been like, well, if it's if the dog's not going to enjoy the walk, why are we going to go out in the midst of a pandemic, right? Thankfully, the numbers for the pandemic have been calming down a bit. We both have at least our first shot. I am nowhere near uh, protected against the virus. But yeah, and the salt also, like, yeah. you got to wait for some of the salt to... That's the other problem with your dog. Kind of dissolve because she'll not walk if... Or she if will. It hurts. She'll want to walk, but then, like, after a while, she raises her paw and yeah. sort of like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, you have to lift me. Um, and then it's like us carrying the dog around. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, again, when with the warmer weather coming up, people are gonna want. You're gonna want to do your physical ex your walks and get your bike rides in, get your jogs in. Beautiful thing. All right. I don't know if you can actually jog or ride a bike with a mask on. I'm generally speaking, when I'm walking, my mask is well, my gator. I wear the mask going into stores. I wear the mask going to my doctor's office. But when I'm walking the streets, I got on. I pull my gator down. Oh, somebody's coming up. Pull my gator up. Uh, it, it's you know, cause otherwise my glasses fog up and I, I really become tech. Yeah, mine stays. You don't wear glasses, darling. You don't have that problem. No. So. Except for when you have to wear sunglasses because it's just too right. painful. Not to. Too damn. It's just too damn. <laughs> the, the sunlight's just too damn bad. Too outside. damn bad. Mm -hmm. Reference to a guy who ran for mayor years ago on the, the rent is too damn high. It's just too damn high. That was his party line. <laughs> so, Rach, you were, you were, uh, Actively involved in your yoga training. Now you didn't have yoga training this week, but you still did part of your yoga training, sort of, right? You did your singing bowls. 
Oh, yeah. So Tuesday, I taught my first hour-long class to my peers. Uh, it's like a little circle of trust kind of thing that we have and get together and do that stuff. So, you know, um, well, in our classes, we learn different techniques around teaching and, um, you know, uh, different formulas, different ways of organizing a class. Uh, we still hadn't really, like, had a class to, to put together and run. So, uh, you know, uh, and it's interesting because we have some te some teachers who um, have some experience teaching after their 200 hour. I just didn't feel ready. And so, um, you know, I didn't. And so uh, when I came into the 300 and I, like this, this last, like this last few months is, going to be pretty intensive uh with the teaching so um you know things that are coming up for us as a group we're like um we spent some time on sunday talking or saturday talking about um imposter syndrome which you know is sort of like the idea of i'm never going to be able to get this you know um you know everybody everybody's going to see through and know that I'm I'm a I'm a sham or like a fake or that it's I'm not really talented with this or whatever. And uh, and I found that really interesting because I I know a number of creators in the in the hobby, um, people that if you heard them say that they don't think they're good enough and they were they're afraid that you know some point somebody's gonna wake up and realize that they're putting out shit because. They feel they could do better, and yet their stuff is highly successful. And uh, people that probably, if 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 they were willing mm. to take the plunge, could work in this hobby full time as their sole source of income, and yet they suffer from this imposter syndrome. And I have been guilty of it too. I, I happens with me. And I've been blogging for twelve years, and I still think that somebody, well, maybe people have woken up in my case and said, "Well, the fuck is this shit he puts out?" I can't tell you, but you know what? You gotta work through that and pass that because if you succumb to it, that's gonna be your limit. That's gonna be uh, as far as you go, and you have to realize mm -hmm. that in the end, the person that you really have to get the approval of is yourself, and to do that, you have to push yourself. Once you're pushing yourself, you have to try it on. You have to keep going. Yeah, and the, that's like the uncomfortable aspect. Of it. It, it's a lot easier. But once you make it through, yeah. you're going to be able to look back and say, "All right, I remember." Because so I think I've had this before when I came into social work and stuff. Um, you know, when I was younger, um, you know, I think it's normal with any new skill that you're doing, and it's funny because I, I, I you know. We were talking about it on Sunday and, you know, uh, the whole thing came up of, well, why not you? You know, it's like you're successful in other areas of your life. You know, it's like, you know, uh, so we kind of looked at like, well, what do you do for a living? And, you know, um, like I help people or, you know, whatever. Um, and then it's like sort of remembering your competencies there and sort of like, well, why wouldn't you be competent 
with this. You know, and it's funny because you start to think about it and rent space in your mind. So we rent space uh, in my mind on Tuesday night. And, uh, you know, so I was like, hmm, I don't know. You know, and then I was like, all right, it is this bullshit again, this faulty thinking coming back. So I knew what it was. So I said, all right, let me like do some reading about it. Uh, see what I can find to like let go of it a little bit. And so, you know, I, I did. And, you know, so of course I was there, you know, going, what the fuck? You know, um, you've worked as a social worker for 25 years in all sorts of different roles with a lot of different people that are very challenging. You know, I, you know, when I teach yoga, I don't have to change anybody's behavior. You know, like it's not, well, where's, where's the success? Did they meet their goals? I mean, yeah, that's there, but, but that's on them. it's, it's, those are theirs, you know, and also like in the therapy, you know, of course that's theirs, but I don't know. I just feel like there's more of a push. Well, I think the success. You know, I guess also for payment and stuff like that, you know, I don't know, just really strange. And so I said, you know, you've worked with a lot of people who other people couldn't work with, both clients and staff, you know, supervising staff. And, you know, um, you know, if someone's going to try to blow something out there. You got plenty of defense, you know, and you're too old for this fucking shit, you know. Well, there you go. <laughs> and, and, and so, what, what is Rach doing? She's bowling her way through it. And, yeah, you know, and, and you got to use the method that works for you. But listen, we're we're in the midst of a pandemic. We are in the midst of we're still winter, right? So longer nights, less sunlight. Mm -hmm. So seasonal depression. If you're prone to seasonal depression, a lot of people are. Um, the pandemic will just amp that up. Oh, sure. And, and then the self-doubt of your abilities of of people realizing that you really aren't as good as you would like to be. I'm gonna be honest mm -hmm. with you. Um, if you aren't as good as you would like to be, that's good because it means that you're still striving you're to improve. Because you're going to want to train and right, you're striving develop to improve. yourself. It's when you say to yourself, oh, "I'm exactly where I need to be." You have a whole other problem now, and that's like, oh, I've hit my pinnacle. Then, yeah, that you just don't see for what it is, right? Like you're deluding yourself, you know. So, yeah, like uh, you have to respect the the fear of, uh, am I am I good enough? Can I do this? You know, um, and just meeting it, you know, and sort of like, okay, it's a new skill, it's a transition. Most of life uh, transitions. Um, come with that now when you learn a new job often people struggle with that until you like have the skills down and can you know you know that you have it all right and with rage and you develop that security so you know you are you you pick up skills in your prior employment that will transfer to other stuff i mean i worked retail for eight and a half years before i became a cop and the skills that I learned with dealing with aggravated customers uh, and as a person with some kind of authority and, and handling them uh, and being able to talk people down from that anger was useful right. Useful as a police officer. Oh, my God. The de-escalation techniques. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and, we learned those too. And, and for about 
two and a half years, I was basically a, a manager without being given the position. And if you don't know what a lot of police work is, when you are a sergeant, you almost are like you're a supervisor, but you're doing the same work of the people you're supervising. So you're one of them, and at the same time, you're not, and it's a weird position to be in. Um, as you go up in the ranks, you can distance yourself a bit from those that you're supervising. You kind of have to. But as a sergeant, you're 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 smack dab in the middle. But I already had learned some of those skills from while I was working in retail. It, no reason. I'm not using singing bowls out there. Some of like it sounds like a crystal singing bowl. It's like yeah, we, it, it, it's it's let's see, it's, it's 46 degrees and fair right now. It's a Saturday night. <laughs> you saw my face. <laughs> I don't know. So that means that you knew what I was thinking. The uh, the college student party house uh, down the block is is rip roaring and, and and getting ready. It's gonna be a long fucking night. I, Thank God that our bedroom is the mm -hmm. other side of the house. Because if it was on this side, my and it's just been my bedroom mm -hmm. for years. I think I would. Oh, mm -hmm. I, I, I might get arrested for shots fired. Not saying that I would do that. I'm just saying it's just a possibility. Could happen. <laughs> just, just for chance. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I'm, but, uh, but I'm and I'm and I'm 99 sure mm. I'm joking. But uh, it's the other one person. Just 99? <laughs> you know, you got to, you know. 0.5? 99. Like, like uh, <laughs> uh, was it ivory soap? Was it 99.94% pure? Was it really that intricate? 94? Yeah, something weird-ass number like that. Ivory soap is not Pure what? Pure shit? I have no fucking clue. But we're getting we're getting <laughs> off the topic. Yeah. Uh, so we can bring it back. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, you know, one of the one of the things that we were all talking about um, regarding the whole imposter syndrome thing is, you know, that each one of us has something special to bring. We each carry our own experience to offer other people um, and impact them in a different way than somebody else. So, yeah, that's yeah. something that's special. And, you know, that's something that transfers not only with uh, counseling and yoga, but also to gaming and yeah, um, you know, off any to humans. Uh, you know, when you want to be, uh, you want to do more gaming, right? You want to be creative. I, I would love to go to draw maps. I can't draw maps for shit. All right, I can't. And I can, I, I can do some decent content. Hey, towards my light, but I know my specialty is blogging, podcasting, the live streams. I know what I'm good at, and I can enjoy doing some of the other stuff. But know what you're good at, okay? If you are good at art and your writing's okay well certainly work on your writing but but don't neglect your art because your art is where a lot of your your extra is going to come out of it and that might influence your writing there's all these aspects of you will overlap you'll be surprised at how much they overlap if you let them so part of that means that you got to take an inside look at yourself once in a while and it's not always easy Guilty? Here, here, with my arm. Here, guilty. Hand up. Um, you know, whether it comes to whether it's your physical health, your emotional, your mental health, um, even your spiritual health. Maybe you're, you're like, uh, you know, maybe I wish I was going to uh, services more often. Maybe you need that connection, especially in the world of COVID. Uh, and maybe you're in an area where uh, parts of California, right? No indoor services. You can find services online. We found that for yeah, no, Rach, Rach, it might as well be a foghorn at this point. It's just pick, it, 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 it's, it's just getting picked up. I'm telling you right now, it is not. 
It is not a fucking. Uh, but the feedback from their little microphone can't go on for like, you know. Oh. Um, no, no, but it's, it, it is. Shh, shh. It is not. They're just fucking around. We <laughs> got a yogi in the area. You just fuck around with the yogi. You got to fuck around with the yogi. So. Don't make me come over there. Don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna give you a proper lesson on singing balls. Bung! Right on your head. Yeah, yeah. No more karaoke. <laughs> Only karaoke with singing balls and mantras. Mantras, yes. Oh no, folks. Yeah, I'll teach them some mantras. It'd be lovely, and and, and it can fill the whole neighborhood with love and peace and mm. all good stuff, man. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Uh, again, <laughs> you have to find ways in this world of COVID to work around which are, uh, virtual gaming, right? We, you know, not to, not talk about the headsets. That's fine. Virtual tabletops. People have been gaming. We miss our connections with our friends. Uh, last week, doing the uh, Tolacon live streams, I realized how much a lot of these friends I miss seeing. I see them at cons, and I miss that. And I, there's a lot of people I've missed. Even in my neighborhood, we walked our dog. We saw one of my uh, friends from a local pub. Haven't haven't seen him probably since November. I got people in the gaming community I haven't physically seen uh, since November of 2019. So the, the, you got to make those connections, whether it's going to be on on Facebook, do do a virtual chat. Uh, do a Zoom, uh, do a Facebook, private message, whatever. Keep your connections going because when you become an island, that's that's when you're at most risk. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's my thoughts, and I'm I'm sticking with it, folks. Too right. We are still in the midst of the pandemic. Uh, I'm going to call it the pandemic, not a pandemic, because if you're living through this, it is likely that this will define a good portion of your lifetime. Your children are—they're gonna—they will be marked by this era, and uh, you should treat it accordingly and and respect that and, and help them get through it. I know my niece is certainly gonna be marked by this. Oh yeah. So, we are not medical professionals. So, uh, speaking for myself, speaking for H, use your fucking common sense. Okay, common sense to keep yourself safe. The most important person to keep safe is you. And why is that? Because if you're not safe and you're not healthy, you can't help others who may need your help. What was Shannon's slogan? Man up and mask up. Man up and mask up, motherfuckers. (laughs) No, she didn't say that part, but she did. (laughs) If she did, she would say, uncle taught me that. So, (laughs) folks, seriously, just, just common sense. All right? Be safe, be well, God bless. Roll your dice. Uh, I don't know if Rachel and I will make it to North Texas this year. We shall see. We shall see. We shall. Depends on how open the hotel is. If it's yeah. if, if the hotel serving, probably. And if the hotel is not serving food, we're fucked because we'd be flying in and uh, not renting a car. Mm-mm. Uh. Folks, uh, oh, I can't. Yes. I can. I can knock on on pressed wood. I can't reach the. Uh, I gotta reach over here, folks. Uh, there you go. I'm knocking on wood. Knock on wood. I'll be back uh, tomorrow with uh, 
podcast. And I will be seen by everybody, uh, I guess, on Wednesday night with uh, Bad Mike. We may have a special guest too early to announce. And then next Friday night with Glenn Hallstrom, we may also have a special guest. I'm not going to say quite who they are, but if you are in the OSR, these names will be familiar to you. And uh, I look forward to seeing you and being seen. Good night, folks. Rich? Good night, guys. Because, you know, otherwise, Rich is just saying, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Uh -huh. Fuck you. Fuck you. And, 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 <laughs> and, and that syndrome that you got, you fucking deal with that. I'm just going to go and listen for that fake uh, singing bowl sound. <laughs> I think I hark. I think I hear it. No, maybe it's their beer bottles. And they're like, yes, <laughs> yes. I think you're right. All right, folks. Be good. God Take bless. Take care. Latest. <laughs>